episode of These Go to Eleven. Let's turn it up. Hey everybody, welcome back to These Go to Eleven, an unchurchy conversation about everyday faith. Please make sure you like, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcast platform. This not only helps us to get our content out there, but also helps us to find out what you, our faithful listeners, think. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to these Go to 11. Once again, I'm Nathan Bell. Joining me as always, Greg Dutcher. Greg, what's going on, man? Have the lamb stopped screaming, Clarice? <laughs> You've always been the caretaker, Mr. Torrance. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm practicing my <laughs> horror movie lines. That's right. That's right. Because isn't that what we're doing? We are doing horror movies. Yes. And I'm doing well, by the way, brother. You know me. I could talk about this all day. Yes. Yes. We were actually, we were having a conversation about uh, different topics that we might disagree on. And this one popped up. Yeah, yeah. Not not in a full disagreement because it's it's not like I'm against people watching horror movies. Sure. Uh, it's more just my personal thing and that got us talking about well maybe maybe we got some stuff here that we could talk about. Yes. And so we yes. are we're going to be talking about horror movies uh, which you uh, thoroughly enjoy. I do. I do. Yes, the evangelical pastor confesses. That's right. Dude, I... And we didn't even have to have an exorcism. No, I, I love being scared. Uh-huh. That probably is weird. Well, not always. I don't like being scared like on a roller coaster where okay. I feel like I'm going to die as much. See, I, I like that being scared. You like that. So it's funny. People yeah. have the different kind of thrill-seeking. I just love the thought since I was... It's nostalgia. For, you know how I love nostalgia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Being like... Uh, yeah, I remember my parents got... HBO in probably the early 80s, and it was a big deal. And my mother, you know, uh, even though my home was not particularly religious uh, by definition, uh, you know, my mother had her sins, and my brother and I wanted to watch one of the Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. Two, three, whatever it would have been in the early 80s. And she was not big on that, so I I still remember, sorry, Mom, if you're listening, sneaking downstairs like at 1130, because it was coming on like at 1145, nothing you could tape back then. I guess you could tape it, but we we weren't going to do that. Right. And have evidence of our crime. That's right. And I remember my brother and I sneaking down. I was probably like 11, he was probably like 13, or he was 14, and us just quietly, like we were really close to the TV. And just something about being scared out of your mind. Now, what would have been perfect is if you're in the middle of watching that, all of your mo- sudden your mother shows up. What are you yes, doing? That would have been the true horror movie, dude. <laughs> that would have been worse than anything Jason could inflict. And uh, my parents were pretty deep sleepers, but it was strange how our little Cape Cod in Parkville, where, where, where they still are. Yeah. Um, yeah pretty small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, you know, very comfortable homes. You know, well, it still is, even more so now that there's only two of them in it instead of four uh but my parents bedroom was right next to the living room oh on that okay main level so they were close yeah so that's we turned that up we only had the one tv yep. had hbo and it was coming we watched friday the 13th yeah and i remember i went to bed that night scared out of my wits <laughs> it's probably like 1 30 in the morning yep. you know and i'm getting back to bed and i I just, every shadow, every, is Jason in the closet. And 
I, I know it sounds goofy. Yeah. But dude, I just loved that feeling of being scared. Yep. So yeah. Yeah, and I know not. And Lisa doesn't. Lisa hates yeah. horror movies. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan. I mean, and I'm a fan of all sorts of movies. Yeah, yeah we'll, you are. We'll You're eclectic, out, dude. We'll geek You're out on so many things. Um, I, I have a different standard for what I can watch with horror. Sure. Um, I think any of the uh, any of the the villains that are are people. Yeah. Um, so urban legends. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say scary movie, but that's the parody. The parody. Scream. Scream. Yeah. Um, Which is almost a parody itself. But yeah. Um, Yeah. I have no problem with that. Yeah. I can watch it. And I think part of it is I feel confident and comfortable enough with uh, fighting ability and all that stuff to to look at those things. And this is what I would do in that situation. Yep. Um, The things like the exorcist see and, and i think i to an extent i would probably even be fine with like the the friday the 13th the jason yeah, yeah. um chucky you know something yep. like that um, oh but sure like things like the exorcist yeah the conjuring yeah things that have far Devil, more Satan, of a spiritual yeah, yeah, yeah. connotation those tend to have more of a disturbing effect on me sure um, so much so that when the um, when the new remake of Pet Cemetery came out, oh yeah, um, it had been years since I'd gone and seen uh, a horror movie. Um, actually, no, I take that back because didn't the first uh, first episode of It come out before that? Yes, It came out in 2017, uh, and I want to say Pet Cemetery was either the same year but later, yeah, or 2018. And so I did see It. I didn't see it in theaters, but I went over to our good friend Nathan Bartleball. Bartleball, I saw and, it with him in theaters. And yep, and yes. he was like, you know, uh, Nathan, I know you're not a big fan of horror movies, but I think I think you'd enjoy this. This has more of a um, more of like a Lost Boys or yes. a uh, you know kind of Ash fighting type thing to it which you know uh ash versus evil dead evil dead you know all i i enjoy those things even though those have like demons they're more caricatures and 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 funny than they are uh scary and spooky yep um and so i was like okay well maybe i've outgrown this thing right maybe you know and so uh at that time our exchange student son e was living with us. He had been with us for five years, and yep. he loved horror movies. Yes, I think I remember this. And uh, out at the same time was Shazam. Oh, yeah. And so he wanted, uh, this was spring break, April of 2019. Yeah. He wanted to go and see uh, Pet Cemetery, and I said, ah, this was Tuesday. I said, let's go see Shazam instead. Because that's what I want to see. Yep. <laughs> so, and I was paying. Of course. Uh, so we went and saw. Uh, we went and saw Shazam, and then later that it was Good Friday. Yeah. It was Friday. Good Friday. Um, I I was like, all right, but I I'm, I'm kind of bored. I want to do something. Let's go see Pet Cemetery together. Yep. Watching the movie. This was the middle of the day. Um, there were definitely moments where I'm closing my eyes. Yeah. Like. I, I do not want to see what is going to happen next. Yeah. Closing my eyes, um, got out of the theater and just still felt like creeped out. No, I got you. Um, later that night, 
uh, I, I was literally up till four in the morning. I could not sleep. Yeah. Like there were just, there, there were images and sounds and things from the movie that wow. were keeping me up. Yeah. And that, that was happened for probably about two or three days. Even today, I very rarely think about it, yeah. but even today, if I'm lying in bed and something brings that to my mind, yeah. I'm creeped out. Wow. Um, and so I've just come to the conclusion because again, it's not all horror. Yep. It's it's specific pieces. Certain types. So the exorcist can't do it. Can't do it. Yep. Um things like the conjuring. Conjuring can't nope, do it. Not gonna do it. Um and I think part of what it is is there's such with those movies, and I noticed this with Pet Cemetery, yeah, there's no good victory. Oh, I know what you're saying. There's a lot of times that spirit is there and ling- lingering. That yeah. demon is there and lingering because they come back in the next 10, you know, movies that they make. Right, right. Um, and there's no, there's no satisfying final victory over this yeah. thing. Um, where, I mean, even in something like Ash, where it continues, Ash is the hero. Oh, sure. He's a superhero. Yeah, essentially. He, he essentially is a superhero without a cape, yeah. um, but he does have a chainsaw. That's right. Uh, and, and, a great, and great, and great one-liners. <laughs> yes. Um, and, I, and I feel, you know, with Scream, right? Yeah. Uh, as many people are dying, first of all, it's a physical person who is right. attacking, but second there's there's somebody there to stop them. Yeah, the scream killer never survives. Yeah. In in all movies, they 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 get their comeuppance. Yeah. Yeah, I see it. I see what you're saying, dude. That's actually really interesting. Couple things I'll throw out, yeah. dude. Yeah, dude, go for it. We'll, we'll see where this goes. This is a fun one. Um I recognize horror movies mm-hmm. are, you know, look, how many times have we talked about this? I put this in a classic liberty of conscience yes. issue. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. So it's a liberty of conscience issue. I have no desire to get people to see horror movies. Yep. In my house, there's only one, and that's Isaac, who yeah. likes them. Um, Ella's still young. She's 14, and, and it's not really her thing. Ben, who you know, yep. is a movie lover and a connoisseur. Yep. He's not, he'll watch the occasional horror movie. Ben is such a, I say, such a film snob. He has to be convinced that there's merit okay. to the film, right? <laughs> so Andrew Machete's It One, not so much It Two. Okay. Um, he really enjoyed what he did with that. He liked his director's vision, et cetera. Yep. But Ben does not like horror. Mm-hmm. So Isaac and I watch a ton of horror together. Yep. And I love it. It's it's a really fun experience for uh, the two of us, yeah. and we watch it. And people say, well, what a pastor, what about the gratuitous killing? Well, I'll just say that. If I had any fear that my son thought this was real right, and uh, thought this was justifiable, yeah, I'm going to be yeah. parental and pastoral. Right. He doesn't. Right. So I, I'm not projecting that on every other kid right. and what their sensitivity, I never would. Right. I think each individual parent makes that decision and I totally respect it. Yeah. So like I say, in our same house, and my oldest, Samantha, never really liked horror. Mm-hmm. She, she likes Scream. Yeah. In fact, we have a little argument. I tried to get her to watch Scream since she was like 16, 15, 16 uh, I don't know, Dad. I don't know, Dad. I don't know, Dad. And then one night, she's with her girlfriends, and they watch all the screams, and she comes back and loves them. And to this day, I tell her, 
you hurt my heart. <laughs> I wanted that experience with her. And she goes, I right. know, Dad. I know. And she kind of says, wish so we watch all the new ones. Yeah. 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 We watched the newest one when it came out. And there's there's another coming up next year, which I'm excited about. Um, they're fun. Sure. They're just fun. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, here's what I'd say. If you're a person that can't handle the exaggerated spray of blood. Right. The gross. I get it. Right. But to me, I look at that. I know my son Isaac knows. Oh man, yeah. we 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 start to. How do you think they filmed that? Yeah, that looks. How do you think they pulled that off? Yeah. Where was the blood bag? Where? So, in other words, I look at it from a perspective of we appreciate, dude. I lo- okay. Couple things I love. Yeah. Uh, I like a good jump scare like everybody. That's not generally how I, I judge a good horror. Sure. Um, I tend to think the most effective horror is what, this is what Hitchcock was the master of, mm-hmm. um, is almost what plays out in your mind Yeah. of yeah. the trajectory. Now, the closest he ever did where he shows you and he, he obsessively, uh, how many shots, angles, I've read this before, in the psycho shower right, scene. Right, yep. You know, uh, it's incredible. And he used a certain type of syrup for the blood and, and yep. all this kind of stuff. Um, but a lot of Psycho is just chilling to know, oh, what what's happening? What's, yeah. what's, yeah. what's, what's coming? The birds, which never gives an explanation why the birds attack, right. is very disturbing. They attack. Right. There's never really a theory even proposed. Yeah. And it ends with, the, you're like, wow, the birds just attacked. Right. And that's it. Um, you know, a Rear Window uh, is more of a classic mystery suspense uh, that's not quite horror. It's, I think it's a little more mystery thriller. So they, 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 they fall. But I love scenes. One of my favorite horror moments. Yeah. A soundtrack can be good. Halloween, Friday the 13th. But I'm always most at the edge of my seat when it's silent. Yeah. And you're waiting. Yeah. I can't describe that experience. And again, like art, it's all subjective. Mm-hmm. Other people say, I hate that experience. I'm right. never, I respect it. Sure. Isaac and I love that stuff. Yeah. And we geek out. We talk about it. We really, we really have a good time with it. So for me, from a Christian perspective, if your conscience is disturbed, I definitely don't think you should do it. Sure. Because uh, I think, you know, the, that's a Romans 14 principle. Yeah. Um, uh, that I think is very important. First Corinthians uh, eight uh, deals with matters of faith, doubt, the inner conscience, which yep. we could say for another time. Uh, but there's a lot about horror that I find fascinating because to me, a horror that, that gets in your mind, makes you think 1980, the shining. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tricky one for me because I actually, as I've told you, like King's book more. Yes. But the more I watch the movie, which is a, similar but has so many kubrick right distinctives and you know those two had a big fight over that yeah uh i view them as almost separate things with the same name and some shared dna yeah but what kubrick does is so brilliant um that's not a jump scare movie yeah there aren't too many scenes one or two in the shot where there's a jump scare and you're screaming Ooh. yeah what kubrick does to you psychologically in that film yeah emotionally is just brilliant yeah to me so i really i'm not trying to i'm i'm no film expert but my pea brain how i respond to the films it's the artistry and the craft that gets me but i'll throw it back to you yeah tell me more because i'm going to respond to Mm -hmm. it 
the devil stuff. Yeah. And we might even disagree on it, but it'd yeah. be good. I'm really yeah. eager to interact with you on that. So I think, I think a lot of it has to do with my growing up. I grew up in a um, Pentecostal, uh, right. you know, church, um, mostly uh, AOG church. Yep. And the devil was everywhere and in everything. Sure. And the devil was what you saw on TV. Yes. Um, yes. The, my theological understanding of the devil and who he is, um, I believe as I've gotten older, and, and actually, uh, Greg, in part to you, uh, actually, I would say a significant part to you has been more biblically centered. Ah. Um, because you you look at the devil and, and see scripture portraying him not as uh, Freddy Krueger. No. Not as uh, the you know demon that's inside of Linda Blair, right? Um, but as a lawyer with right. a finely pressed suit, with yep. his hair slicked back, yep. in a courtroom, and accusing you day and night, yeah. And and I agree. I believe that is how Scripture portrays him. Yes, and I'm glad you said this, dude. The the only exception to that, mm-hmm. but I, I've thought this through a lot, which is where Hollywood sees this, are the New Testament gospel demonic possession. Yes. The Gerasene demoniac yes. uh, legion. Yep. He meets a man at Capernaum. Yep. One, if you really read those texts, okay, this is, I'll try to cover this quickly. I think mm-hmm. the arrival of Jesus stirred up the hornet's nest. Yeah, yeah. But it, let's think about that. Really interestingly, there's a man possessed in Mark chapter 1 in the synagogue of Capernaum. Mark tells the story very matter-of-factly, so we don't know how long this lasted. But there's a man who is in synagogue every week for Mm -hmm. some time, apparently, that nobody knows is possessed. Yeah. So even there, the the story is interesting. Yeah. When Jesus enters, the, 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 the demon stirs up. Because it's just fascinating to me. They know exactly who he is. Yep. Um, the disciples don't get it. The Pharisees don't get it <laughs> right. yet. But the demons know. They've known him for millennia. Right. Well, um, he's their creator. Their creator. And they're terrified. <laughs> yeah. And so um, you have a couple of these exorcism stories. And that's where Hollywood will seize turning him into a monster. So they take a little shred of yeah. the story. Um, I think those are very exceptional pieces. Yeah. Interestingly enough... The people don't seem terrified the way they do in Hollywood movies. Yeah. Um, well, because the the demonic at Garrison, they try to tie him up. Yeah, and, they I mean, t- they're, they're interacting. They're with interacting him. with him, and in in some ways, they're almost pitying him and keeping yeah. him chained up from hurting himself. Hurting, yeah. he's cutting himself with with stones. It's a pitiful picture um, that they probably viewed on par. They didn't really have a category for this, so I'm I'm stretching it a bit, but somewhat what we would consider today mental health illness. Yeah. Um, so you've got a couple of stories. They're very infrequent. I think it's it ties to the arrival of Jesus. Yeah. You know, uh, the strong man senses his house is threatened, and they're right. He's right. right. And the stronger man comes in. Yeah. And breaks it down. Yeah. Uh, which I love. You know. So, um, but the the over all picture of Satan that I see in scripture, you're right, is that crafty tempter mm-hmm. who I don't think gets much out of 
making people scared. Yeah. I mean, if you really read the accounts of Satan in Scripture, it doesn't seem like he wants to scare us. Right. He wants to deceive us. Yeah. He wants to blind us to the glory of Jesus. Yeah. Uh, those are the two things. That say, and to your point, he wants to accuse yeah. us and paralyze us in our guilt and sin and shame, which is a way of ultimately keeping us from right. what Jesus does, the good news of the gospel. Well, I think, I mean, I think a book that has become more helpful to me over the years, which I, I wasn't, I didn't read uh, when I was younger, but C.S. Lewis's The Screwtape Letters. I think he does a masterful job Agreed. at portraying motives and intentions Agreed. of our enemy. Yeah, and it, it wouldn't uh, probably appeal to the filmmakers behind Insidious, right. The Conjuring, The Exorcist. Yeah. And it's yet probably, I'm glad you pointed out Lewis's book, probably one of the most brilliant yeah. fictitious imaginings of Satan's tactics, mechanisms um, in the 20th century when yeah. it came out. And uh, what is this? not sexy enough. Because right. Hollywood's about the experience, about scary. Right. So let me tell you where I am. I do yeah. watch those devil movies. Sure. Uh, which... Um, you know, I want people to reach out to me. Oh, Greg, that kind of bothers me. You're a pastor or you're my pastor, et cetera. Uh, but let, let me give you, the, the uh, one, I just like the the horror movies. I like sure. the idea of them trying to scare. And So part of me, and this has really helped. Yeah. Isaac loves, I remember, you know, when a kid comments on a sermon of a pastor's home. Yeah. That's a big deal. Sure. Because it rarely happens. Right. <laughs> and every pastor knows this, but they hear you preach all the time. Yep. And, you know, and I I, I, I more am interested in how they interact with other speakers. Yeah. You and youth ministry. Yep. Matt, uh, because I think you don't have that complication. Oh, it's my dad. Right. I, you, know, you get to speak, and they're a guy that they, you, you, they love you, respect you, and you, you don't have any of those complications. Right. You can just be you. So that's what I'm excited about. I like when they hear other people. I really do. So I don't expect much. Occasionally, you know, they might say, oh, Dad, that was interesting. Isaac was riveted mm -hmm. in Mark 1 because he, he said he always saw it, but he, he saw the connection. And our horror movie experience has gotten even more interesting because one of the points I made, Mark 1, he goes into the Capernaum synagogue or, you know, when he confronts the garrison demoniac. Yeah. Uh, it... it, it Compare it to The Exorcist, right, dude? Or, or which I know you don't want to watch, which I respect. Yeah, yeah. But dude, let me tell you, it's usually a priest for whatever reason. It's normally portrayed in Catholic, Catholic yeah. context more than Protestant. Yeah, uh, and and the Catholic Church does have a history of exorcism. Yeah. So that, that's a whole other whole whole other topic. But uh, it's the representative of Christ, right, yeah. for the film or, or, or and it's usually a wrestling match. Yeah, it's exhausting. Often Satan kind of wins, You're gets right. the upper hand, tricks the And you read every gospel account. Right. There's not a battle. Yeah. Jesus is, oh, I'm straining. And you see it because there appears to be one demon in the encounter in the Capernaum synagogue. Right. There's a legion. Right. And both are the same. Yeah. He has absolute sovereign authority. Yeah. And speaks, and Isaac said, Dad, you're right. Yeah. Hollywood, all these movies, it's like, oh. I said, right, Isaac, because they're, they're in about the experience. Right. They want the tension. Right. They're not theologians. They're not 
really caring too much what scripture says. Sure. And the so in my mind, it, when I yeah. see those devil films, yeah. it's not really the devil. Oh, I mean, and but yeah, they might be trying to portray it like sure. this. But I'm like this. Yeah, G- Jesus whoops this guy right with no effort. Right, he's not ever fearing. I'm going to lose. He yeah. is the sovereign God. Yeah, like you said, who created them. Yeah, he's got no fear. Yeah, and they're they're gone. They're gone. Send us to the pigs. Yeah, just you, not the abyss. Right. And they're begging him for permission. Right. So I tell Isaac, that's the true encounter. Right. We see we the true story. Hollywood is yeah. is not a good right. representation. We'll sensationalize it. Exactly. And, yeah. No, and and intellectually, I get that. Sure. I teach that. Yeah. Because I believe that's the truth. Yeah. The difficulty is there has been years and years of um, just uh, this misconception this misinterpretation this indoctrination of of who the devil is and and i mean you know i recently was in a uh, more charismatic school and uh not church but the church was associated with the school yeah and i remember you know the youth pastor there talking about casting out demons and all of that stuff like the night before at youth group like it was you know we were, that was our evening youth group activity yeah. you know like instead of playing basketball tonight we're just going to cast out some demons mm-hmm. in y'all um <laughs> and then have some s'mores that's right <laughs> look we're going to cast out satan we're going to do a little chubby bunny <laughs> Then we're going to watch a Kirk Cameron movie. That's so right. That, you know, there we go. We, we, we got everything locked up. Good. That, that's almost how it was. Yeah. And yeah. I, that's what I grew up in and thinking that the devil was in, you know, everyone and everything. You know, if you play the Ouija board, Satan's oh, going yeah. to possess your soul. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, if you watch these movies, that's the inroad that Satan needs. Yeah. And I those are the things that I grew up without the true context, without no, the I truth of scripture yeah. um, that I think have formed something deeper inside of me. Right. Um, you know, and so um, for those things, it's, again, intellectually, no, this isn't real. This isn't right. how it operates. But the disturbed feeling I get from watching right. those things, yeah, I don't like that. I, no, of course, dude, um, I get it. And so I get that's it. yeah. You know where I get that, hmm? dude? I have a hard time. I've watched it. I get that from movies like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Okay, for whatever reason, dude, mm-hmm. those to this day, even the Gene Wilder one, they freak me out mm-hmm. in a way I don't like. Yeah, but other people love them. Yeah. I've watched him, but even like his casual, like, uh, oh, the, the girl that turns into a blueberry. Right. She'll just, you know, yes. <laughs> they'll just deduce her. Yeah, still de- and What? <laughs> like, she's a blueberry now. Her life is ruined. Or the, 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 the kid who gets sucked up in the uh, the chocolate right, right. vacuum and goes, oh, leads to the incinerator. Right. <laughs> it's turned off on two. Or actually, maybe it isn't. Right. And you're like, so are they dead? <laughs> And we're just going through with the Oompa Loompas and the freakiest looking things I've ever seen. Dude, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Lollipop? What the heck? Dude, so no, 
art is subjective. Yeah. There are things that, that's just weird. Yeah. I will say, dude, movies I don't like in the horror genre, I watched the first Saw because okay. there was a story to it. Yep. Uh, who's the, the main dude in it from Princess Bride? Uh, Carrie Elways? Yes, yes, Carrie Elways is in it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I mean, he got a real actor yeah. in there. And, so, and uh, it was it was kind of gross. Then all the other Saul's became, I just don't just like how, that. how gruesome. How gruesome yeah. somebody's fingers can get shredded yeah. in their eyes. Ugh. Yeah. I, I, you know, and I, I, it's just not my thing. I just, I get no enjoyment out of yeah. it. There's nothing for me. I have no interest. So I've never watched those movies. Yeah. Um, and um, I, 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 so I recognize this. So everybody has their thing, and but I like what you're saying. You're bringing your background to it, your mm-hmm. context, and the way it affects you. I think that's the most important question. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we're responsible to manage ourselves. Right. I think parentally, it's we have to really know our kids yeah. when they're ready. Uh, and looking back, yeah, I've made mistakes. Part of it is when you've got your kids spread out like yeah. we do. Yeah. It's always true. Because how old, uh, between Sam and Ella? Uh, 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, so the girls are the, the bookends yeah. of 10 years, almost to the day. Jan- yeah. Sam was January 2nd, Ella was January 15th. Uh, and the boys are in the middle. Yep. But there were gap like our gaps were big. Like there's actually four and a half between number one and number two. Yep. Three and a half between two and three. Yeah. That was just, that wasn't, that's just what the Lord right. did. You know, he said, this is how it's going to be. And then two between three and four. Yeah. So it, um, it was easy when it was just two. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sam, you know, you're 12. I think you can watch this. Lisa and I agree. Uh, Ben's too little. Yeah. So we'll make sure he's covered. He's got something else. And, uh, I mean, part of me longs. I love, like, the family movie night. Yeah, yeah. There's a few things we've watched. We've actually, have you seen these movies, dude? Uh, Searching and Missing. Uh, they're, yeah. they're quite well done. They're They're both. Recent films, and they're they're all done through computer or apps. Okay, everything you see is a FaceTime, and then it goes to like a video call. Okay, and then it goes to something you'll see on YouTube, and then you'll they're very creative, very huh. well done. I'm not sure who's done them. That's one we've all been able to watch and yeah. all enjoyed. Oh, nice. We all saw Interstellar. Yep. over our summer vacation, which I've seen before. Uh, ben and I loved it. Other people didn't like it as much. Yeah. Ella was just kind of bored by it. Now, have you guys seen Secondhand Lines? No. Oh, have not seen it. My word. All right. That is an amazing, like, classic of a movie. Ooh. Uh, Robert Duvall. Yeah. Michael Caine. Yeah. Uh, right. I mean, right there. That's all. I, you, that's all I need, dude. You got young, two of the. I mean, iconic. You have a young Haley Joel Osment. Oh wow. Uh, Kira Sedgwick. Yeah. Um, just phenomenal movie. I know about, of the movie. It, it's it's a very well done movie about life and growing up. Ooh. And you know, we talked earlier about you know what it means to be a man and yeah. all of that stuff. This is done in such a classic way that you're like, yes, this is good. Yeah. Because it comes from it, it comes from old people, and and I am a fan of knowledge and wisdom from old people. Mm. Um, and it's just you know it takes place probably the 1950s, 60s, yeah. somewhere in there. Um, just fantastic movie. I, I think I think everyone in your family will enjoy it. Um, Dude, I'm writing it, it I down. Have, I have not met anyone, and I I mean that literally. No one that I've talked to who has seen the movie who does not like it. 
I love it. Dude, I love it. Um, let me put that down. See, and this is what you're looking for. You're looking for stuff to me that works. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I, I, look, let me get sound people. I think this seems overly spiritual. I actually enjoy film so much. Yeah. I just enjoy having done a little writing, knowing how hard it is to create something that yeah. interests people. I'm fascinated by that skill set. Yes. How do people craft stories? Yes. And then in film, see, I, I tend to think we think cinematically, which is why when you read a novel or a book, you've got a picture in your mind. Yes. Or you ever do the opposite. You watch the movie first. Try to read To Kill a Mockingbird and not think of Gregory Peck as right. Atticus Finch. I right. can't. Yeah. I will forever think of Atticus Finch as Gregory Peck. Yes. Um, no matter who plays him, even like the, the Thomas guy. Yeah. Um, and I think, um, um, yeah, there, there's something about story that kept, and honestly, it is for me, I hope people don't think I'm just saying this, a worshipful experience. Sure. I, uh, like we were talking a while ago about the, the Infinity War Endgame yeah, saga. Yep. The emotions of that film, the character development of that film, the epic battles of yes. that film. Ooh, and the way they can do that. Yes. Who writes it, who conceives it, who scripts it, who who CGIs it, yes. who yep. puts the actors where they, I'm just fascinated by the intricacy yeah. of it. And if that isn't evidence that God the creator has put in us creativity. Yes. Yeah. Uh it's it's brilliant. And so what I don't like about, you know, old legalistic primitive Christianity, you, you miss a lot of yeah. pretty incredible stuff. Yeah, no, I mean agreed 100% and you think of, you know, we, we think of our modern context of entertainment, but mm -hmm. the reality is, you know, Greeks and Romans perfected plays Oh, sure. you know, Oh, absolutely, and, dude. You know, I mean you you think of you think of the the context and scenario in which Paul uh, writes in and in what he does and and um, never once does he even mention you know plays. No, you know there there's nothing in there about going to plays or not going to plays. Right. It's, it's but it was and we know from history this was a part of their culture in society. Of course. This is what course. you did. Yeah, well in the sports, the the yeah. the, the arena yeah. games yeah. which you know Paul hints at references, mm -hmm. it's just yeah, that's a good point, dude. And I I think, you know, here's what you have to be discerning. Yep. Right? I mean, some lines are obvious. Sure. Porn. Sure. Yeah, there's there's Right. You know, somebody asked me years ago, like, well, what if the camera making and, and the filmmakers, I'm like, look, dude, you could try to make that argument. Right. I think there is a pretty clear consensus right. among uh, the history of the church. Right. Uh, and those that think, even often inside and outside of the church. Right. I mean, that's a butt of jokes, even on shows like Friends. Right. right? Yeah. It's trash. Yeah. There's nothing redemptive about it. There's nothing... Um, somebody's trying to accomplish other yes. than a scintillating right. cheap cash-in experience. We don't have to go beyond right, that. Right. Uh, so, yeah, you've got some of that, and then you've got some other things. Now, here's what I would say. Um, if somebody has a very stringent, I meet some Christians sometimes, well, I'll watch PG. Uh, I will never, PG-13, it would have to, I will never do an R. I, I hear you. You won't watch Saving Private Ryan, mm -hmm. um, and I think you'll miss a really well-made, right. brilliant, film yeah the story the themes yeah. 
uh, the the acting, yep. the script, the cinematography. To me, the appreciation. I mean, that actually really helped me do to appreciate the sacrifice that these young men yes. made in uh, Normandy. Yes. And, and how horrible war is and how awful yep. it is to face the prospect of your life ending at 17 years old. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I'm saying, but, you know, there's F-bombs in it. You'll hear yep. the Lord's name in vain in yep. it. Uh, they're reflecting. So I respect people's decision right. to say I'm not going to do this, but you have to make some some choices. Sure. Um, you know, and I, I'm teased a lot. Boy, yeah. is there anything you won't watch? Or there, or there are. Sure. Chitty chitty bang bang, <laughs> Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. <laughs> I am watching that. You mean I want to watch films that are the equivalent of the dreams I have when I have a stomach virus? Hard pass. You know what I'm talking about, dude? <laughs> yes. Those sick dreams. See, and I love those. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude, I love it. I love it. You're like, what are you talking about, don't you? I live for those things. I take NyQuil every night right. just to have that experience. <laughs> get those creepy dreams. Yeah, dude, I, I have some you know, dreams. I remember, you know what? My real life experiences, it's been a while since I mentioned this, commercial in the 70s. How did we get on this? Thank you, listeners, for hanging with us <laughs> at this point, if there's any, any value to you. Uh, it was a commercial in the seventies for Hungry Jack, like oh, yeah, pancakes. Yeah, yep. Where uh, I remember it was like a lumberjack, and he would come out, and he was hungry, hungry Jack. Yeah, gobble him down, and the plate comes back. Yeah, hungry Jack. <laughs> My brother, for some reason as a kid, would do this thing where if I was on the floor watching TV or something. He'd come up and he'd put either his, his elbow or his knee into the, like my back. I'm like, ah, ah. And then he'd pin me. Dude, this is twisted. And whisper sing in my ear that song where he would drop the R's. Because I think he knew it was torturing me. So, so, and he'd call me B. It was uh, not brother. I think it was like baby or used to be, be a baby face. It was like a name. Hey, B. Hey, B. And I'm like, ah, ah. He goes, shh, be. And he goes, hungry, hungry Jack. Gobble him down and a plate, come back. Yeah, hungry Jack. Yes, I just did that on this podcast. So I, t- dude, pure torture. Why is he dropping the R's? I can't move. I'm in agony. And sometimes he's doing, hungry, hungry Jack. One more time. Gobble him down and a plate, come back. Yeah, hungry Jack. So anyway, yeah. dude, just let our audience sit with that nightmare right. for a while. And you tell me you can't watch The Exorcist. Dude, I lived with that. Uh, that's the torture that I don't want to go back to. <laughs> Woo, how we got here? I don't know, dude. Too much coffee. Uh, um, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to get serious here, dude. Yeah. I I think this is important as we model disagreements yeah. and debates, dude. And we yeah. want to, healthy ones. I 100% respect yeah. you and a Christian. I won't watch anything with the devil in it. I yeah. get it. I would appreciate, and you do that with me, dude. Not sure. everyone does. You know what? It's not where I get, but when I hear Dutcher say it, I get it. Yeah. What he say? Again, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm not watching the devil. Right. First of all, I know the story. He right. loses. Actually, right. he's already lost. He's already lost, yeah. And, and he knows he's lost. Right. Jesus says in John 12, that right. he, he's judged already right. in anticipation of, of the redemptive work Jesus does. So right. I'm like, man, I ain't got a care in the world right. uh, in that respect. 
Um, you know, and uh, yes, there's a battle. Ephesians 6 talks about it. We've got the armor. We've yep. got equip, which again, my view on that dude is the armor is a reference to Jesus yep. based on the Isaiah 58 passage. Yep. But, but um, you know, there, there's, there's um, a mindful of his tactics. Yep. You know, First Peter, the prowling lion. He's yep. he's he's a hunt, he's always looking to do damage. Yep. But ultimately, dude, as a believer, I know I'm safe. Yes. He can't take away my salvation. Yep. Can't take away my forgiveness. Yep. Um, he can. Oh, sure. He works to discourage. He works to tell lies. He does that. So, uh, but that's what defeated enemies do. Yes. Uh, they know they're going down. The, hey, let me do all the all right. the little petty damage I can do. So I don't watch. To me, a scary movie where I view, oh, there's a monster. They're right. calling it. They're calling right, and you know, ooh, it's, and think, oh my word, right. You know, could he get me? I, yeah. I, 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 I know you don't either. Yeah. Like you just said, the feelings associated yeah. are unpleasant. Yeah, and I think that matters. Yeah. So I think even in this, yeah, uh, neither should try to convince the other. Sure. No, do what I do. No, you do what I right. do. You just understand. You listen. Right. And if I normally hear something that's reasonable, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, you know? well, and you know, I mean, we've you know talked about, uh, you know, I mentioned uh, Evil Dead, Ash vs Evil Dead, Army of Darkness, that whole series. A new movie came out um, more recently called Rise of Evil Dead. Yes, did um, you see it? I didn't. Yeah. Uh, so one of the reasons, you know, I like there have been several times where I've been hovering over it. Yeah. And I've been about to click on it. I'm like, nah, let's find something else. Yeah. Um, and part of that is because having a conversation with you asking like, is it, is it more like the Ash versus Evil Dead yeah. or is it, you know, more, or is it more traditionally horror? It's more traditionally horror. Absolutely it is. Um, and so, you know, I don't know... I'm not ready for some sleepless nights. No, I got you. <laughs> Smart move, dude. You know. I, I'm going to tell you, I think it would give you some. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that, and you think, oh, I don't want that. Yeah. Now, interestingly enough, do you remember my story on this one? Mm -hmm. I saw it, went down to College Park, yes. where my son Ben yes. is, is a student, Yep. Uh, last spring, and probably a month before he, uh, his semester ended, took Isaac. Yep. Because again, Lisa, Sam, Ella, nope. Yep. No interest. So I went down, made a night out of it. Yep. Yeah, we went and had some pizza at College Park. We had a really good night. Um, and we watched it, but it was kind of ruined for us. Now, this is interesting because yes. there was a mother yep. who brought in three children, dude, who I think were like three, maybe two or three. One was four. I mean, nobody was over five. Yeah. And, dude, I love this about my boys. I, I was upset. But my boys were so upset. Yeah. It was, look, here's, I, I don't know. I didn't talk to her. I thought of it, but I thought this is going to end ugly. Yeah. This is going to be a, a potentially nasty scene. She brought her three, I don't know if they were hers, they were kids she was watching, into Evil Dead Rise. Right. And my boys on the way home were even talking about, hmm, imagine somebody saying, yeah, I've got a three-year-old. Do uh, you think they could see that movie? And just to name, hmm, Evil Dead Rise. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say no yeah. for little children. So the it was so distracting. Yeah. The first half hour, 40 minutes, it, I, we watched, but it, we were more concentrated. These kids were scared. Yeah. And they were, and the mom was kind of shushing them, and finally she gave them like a cell phone and an iPad, and 
they kind of played, but they were restless and they were loud, right? Which I don't blame little kids. Sure, you know, they, they shouldn't have been there. Sure. And yeah. so I went out to tell the manager, and another lady was out telling the manager. The ushers came, said something to her. She gave them more things to do, and they were. But it was it. It's so colored yeah. our view of the movie. We talked about seeing it again, but we haven't. It's very scary. Yeah. Ben wanted to see it because he loves Sam Raimi. Right. Uh, who I know was not involved directly in this right. one, but he's the origin of it. And I know you love Raimi. Yeah. He's a brilliant director and, and thinker and, and showrunner. Um, but it is much more... They don't really deal with Satan. Sure, it's yeah, the it's, deadites, it's the deadites. Yeah, but it's like it's yeah. much more in that ballpark, yeah. and it's uh, woo, dude. Some of the jump scares in that one, creepy. Yeah, uh, creepy, and um, you know, I mean, the, the ridiculous blood, right. you know, and all this stuff. Which I, I don't know why I always say it. We're kind of looking at it and say, oh boy, uh, I don't know if five bodies have that much blood, you right. know. <laughs> uh, and they're going for the the shock, the 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 shock and awe kind of thing. But yeah, uh, a lot of people would be, ooh, I don't want to see that. Yeah, and I get it. Yeah, like Lisa yeah. does not want to see that. Sure, at all. Yeah, and I th- and I think that's the thing. Again, you talk about art entertainment, right? The, yeah, the purpose of art entertainment um, it, it serves multiple purposes. One of those is. Uh, Revelations of reality. Yep, it can help you to see reality more clearly. Yes, I mean, you know you talk about art and beauty, things like that. Others uh, are escapism. Our escape I, agreed, and, and you know that's not a bad thing. No, for me the ones we're describing are escape. Yeah, they're just so ridiculous. Yeah, we're saving Private Ryan. Is oh capture this yes historical moment make me think about things yes the the realism like yes. like highlighting the beauty of the sacrifice that was made on on our behalf yep. um some can be kind of a combination yeah like yeah. you get both like yeah there's some elements to uh shawshank that are like oh that's kind yeah. of crazy ridiculous yeah the the final escape that are like could that ever really happen? But but there's realism too. Correct. Well, yeah. I, you know, you and I were talking before, um, and I, I've said this before. I think I've said it on air. Uh, one of my favorite um, scenes of any movie is the dialogue scene between Al Pacino and Robert De Niro in Heat. Heat, baby. That movie in general is a great movie. It's phenomenal. Um, and, and I think that does that, right? There, yep. There's an escapism element to yes. it, but there's also a a realism. There like is. These that's, that's a great example. are real, earthy characters. Yeah, and you got a young Val Kilmer in that, too. You do, It, yep. it was a great crime, gritty. And Natalie Michael Portman. Mann. Very young that, That's right. Portman. Oh, my goodness, you're right. Yep. She's in that. Yeah, what a, well, that was the first time, dude, if you remember, uh, the, the way they built that. Yeah. Because I was like 24, 25. I remember this well. They build that first time Pacino and De Niro share yes. the scene. Yes. Because they're both in Godfather they're, 2. They are, yep. But, but they never share a scene together no. because- De Niro uh, is De Niro the plays, young Marlon Brando correct. of the past. So yep. they never get- I always wondered, were they on the set at the same time, maybe? Uh, yeah. Or certainly the awards, but they never shared screen. So with that scene of them in the diner- Yeah. Is is just one of the best scenes. Yeah. Um, to me, it's kind of uh, I felt similarly about Tom Cruise and Nicholson. A couple of those scenes in A Few Good Men, particularly yes. the courtroom yes. scene. Yeah. Which, interestingly enough, uh, in the big, you know, you can't handle the truth. Yes. They're not there at the same time. 
Oh, I did know that. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I Now yeah. that you say that, I remember. Yeah, I mean, in the um, movie world, they that. are. Yes. But in the actual world where yes. they filmed, because of their schedules, they weren't. Yep. And Kevin Pollack actually plays, uh, sits in for him, but yep. it's brilliant screen cutting. Yep. Brilliant when Sorkin did that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the element, and in, in when I look at, and I, I would agree with you 100%, I think that that horror genre falls into the category of escape. Oh, um, totally dude. hundred percent. So if I'm, yeah. the, the question is where am I looking to escape to? Yes. Right. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's like taking a, you know, if I have the choice to take a destination trip to, uh, and, and this is from someone who, you know, lives here downtown Baltimore yeah. or an all expense paid trip to Fiji. Yeah. I'm going to Fiji. Yeah. You know, and yep. that's, and that's, you know. And if you need a traveling chaplain. That's right. <laughs> to minister to you at that time, I'm there. Now, y'all need you to pay my way and all that's my right. expenses. That's right. But, I, dude, I'll be willing to leave my family for that week <laughs> right. to serve you. That's how much I want to, I want to do what just, the Lord calls just me. Just tell them we're going to be recording. <laughs> yeah. <We're> gonna, <laughs> yeah. Just, Lisa, this is part of my job. Yeah. Uh, you know, Nathan yeah. and I can't find any other time yes. to record. The good news is we're going to get in, you know, five or six episodes. Yes, exactly. That that would soothe. <laughs> you know, dude, I think if I did that, you might as well just get your couch ready at your right. house for when we come back for me to just kind of be a squatter right, there for right. a while because I, uh, yeah, I'm going to try to test that on her, see how she feels about that. She might have a different opinion. Um, uh, but dude, yeah, I... I love. I always love talking movies because yeah. I love movies, and you yeah. do too. But I also love what it opens up, particularly yeah. in Christian conversations yes. uh, about stuff. And I, I just, you know, I, I love that we, by the grace, are trying to be a church. It's like, hey, it's not, it's, it's yes. not a, a deal breaking yes. issue. P- to me, I view it like food. Yeah, um, yeah. People like some people love sushi. Some people hate it. Right. Talk about it. Yeah. Dope. Don't force the other to yes, go your way. Yes. Same kind of thing. Yeah. And and I think one of the things that's, that's uh, I'm going to say, I think one of the things that's beautiful about cinema and entertainment is for us as believers in America, this is an inroad for the gospel. Oh, always. There's, you know, we, we can acknowledge and accept that we are an entertainment-driven culture. Yeah. And so... Man, th- this is this is an easy door. Leverage it, yeah, right. And and if you know, at some level, there are you are an entertainment person because right. I don't care if you're reading books, yep. Unless the books are the Bible or right. historical, right? It's entertainment, right? Um, I I remember Joy and I very early in our marriage. This was one of the the fights that we had. Was she's such a, a voracious reader? I'm not. Right. And I love video games and I love movies. Right. And she, over the years, I have convinced her that her form of escapism in books, yeah, is no different than my form of escapism in my video games or movies. Wow. And because. When when you look at the breadth of like intellectual reading, yeah, um, I probably do far more than that than she does, and she would say that. That's yeah. the only reason why I'm saying it. I I disagree with that. Yeah, but every time I disagree with that, she always no 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 you. The books that I tend to gravitate to and read have some 
significance right. theologically or historically um, where the majority of whatever she's reading is a fiction of some sort. Right, right. You know, and so at some level you are gravitating toward entertainment. Yeah. Unless you're living in the mountains with nothing around you and you're growing your own crops, you are engaged in this culture and entertainment. Leverage that for the yeah. gospel. Quick example of that before we wrap up. Uh, sometimes I can't believe it. I am in a regular person that that's minimally connected to the church. I don't say that critically. Just sure. Life situation. Sure. Uh, not even a hundred percent sure how they would define themselves. I'm, I'm being careful here. Yep. And if you're that person listening, I love you. Yeah. Um, because they might. But I just popped a, 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 on my mind. Um, they said to me on one occasion, I was preaching. This is years ago. They happened to be here that day. And I said, and I'm so thankful they told me this because it, it really reinforced the idea. I get, you know, I, I, I referenced the, uh, oh, the Coldplay song, Viva La Vida. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is, I think about, I used to hear Napoleon, then I heard King Louis, I don't know, whoever it's about historically, you could ask Chris Martin. Uh, you know, it's a it's a archetypal story. It's the, the king with the downfall and who would ever want to be king. Um, and I love that first verse. You know, uh, you know, seas would rise when I say the word. Now in the morning I sleep alone, sweep the streets I used to own. Yeah. And I said, whenever I hear that line, I always think, not that he was trying, I think Jesus. Yeah. Right? Sweep the streets I used to own. He still owns them. Yeah. Even ultimately. But the idea, I think of his incarnation. Yep. The humility. Yep. And I just reference that. Yeah. Dude, that individual reached out to me and said, wow, Greg, I, I, I can't believe that I was in a church and the minister quoted a cold place on, <laughs> which actually seems pretty tepid. Yeah. Right? It doesn't seem much. I mean, I've done Stephen King and gotten a lot of, right, you know, right. a lot of pushback on that. Uh, you know, one case, somebody that left. But yeah. I, um, the, you know, this was seemed so minor. They've brought that up, and it got us in this kind of ongoing dialogue yeah. where we talk about things from time to time. They'll reach out. I love this person. We'll we'll talk a little bit back and forth, and um, and it here's what I think. Somebody put this well. I think when people know we inhabit the same world, yes. Wow, right. Th th this is like Nathan. He lives in the same world I do. Right. He watches the same stuff, or he enjoys a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. Just common ground connections. Yeah. And again. I'm just convinced people, for the most, love and love being around Jesus. Yeah. Um, and he seemed to like them back. Yes. And there's this togetherness. They're they're at parties. They're talking. Yep. They're having conversation. They're enjoying the simple things, yeah. right, of, of life. Good food, uh, wine, yep. just the enjoyment of conversation, the, the topics of the day. These things are, are not small. Yeah. They're important. So, again, hear me out on this. If you're not a movie person, sure. be a movie person. Sure. Like you said, there's people that are in the automobiles, yeah. fixing stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, whether it's home home decorum. Yeah. There's a world, there's a niche yeah. that other people you'll connect with. Yes. And to just own those things and yes. lean into them, pretty incredible what doors can open up. Absolutely. Well, Greg, we are out of time. This has been a great conversation. Really Loved enjoyed. It. Always, always love geeking out on this. Yes. Um, so, uh, but it is time to sign off. So until the next time, we just rock the Casper. 
Thank you again for listening to these Go to 11, an unchurchy conversation about everyday faith. Once again, please make sure you like, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcast platform. And if you ever find yourself in the Forest Hill, Maryland area, please feel free to stop by at 135 Industry Lane, and you can get all of our service times and information at ChristFC.org. These go to 11.